he said it because of his wet blanket energy. Hey guys, if you listened to last week's uh, Golden Bachelor recap, you know that we are actually off this week for Thanksgiving, but this Bachelor in Paradise episode was too good mm-hmm. to not do a recap for our Patreon channel. So we yes. are here rounding out our November Patreon episode, diving into this Bachelor in Paradise episode. This is probably my favorite Bachelor in Paradise episode ever. I was going to... Wait, wait, of all time? I was, like, I, no, this season. This season. I, I was going to say, though, I will... And I've been very critical of this season of Bachelor in Paradise and Bachelor in Paradise in general. I think mm-hmm. this was a perfect episode of Bachelor in Paradise. Literally, Old. it had everything I could possibly ever want. And I'm not... I don't know if it's, like, my <laughs> favorite episode of all, all, all time. But definitely this season and definitely, like, formulaically, it was perfect. It had everything. You know what's funny? Like, we'll get into, we'll go from the beginning and get into all the granular details, but like, the roast is low key just another truth box. They seem to be mm. doing the same thing every episode. However, I fucking loved this roast. I thought it was better than the truth box. The truth box, like, it's as weird. much as they're pushing it, they only take out like one or two notes each episode. Well, and also, I don't like that, I mean, I guess that's the point of it, that you don't know who wrote it in the truth box. But I'm like, guess what? I don't think anyone wrote anything in the truth box, and it's just, right. like, producers <laughs> baking things up. Whereas, at least with the roast, like, people had to say things to certain people. But you're right. It, it seems like this common theme of just, like, trying to stir the pot and, like, trying to, like, break people and, like, push them where it really, really hurts. Like, Rachel in particular, because they want that emotional reaction, and they just keep, like, going, 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 yeah. going, all in different forms to try to get it kind of totally. sick when you think about it like that but you know also funny to think about Katie obviously when she came on our podcast having to be coy about why she goes down to the beach because she can't say I'm hosting a roast comedy date but that really is the answer right like I don't think the Blake thing had anything to do with it well from her end yes I think they wanted that conversation but I think they got her down there by being like you can come host a comedy roast date. And I think it's interesting that it was a comedy roast date because it's very clear that Katie is like really trying to pivot from Bachelor mm-hmm. and just like in general being like a reality TV girl. I think she wants to be seen more as a comedian. So I think they really had to craft this to be exactly what she wanted. Otherwise, there was no way they were getting her down on that beach. In that sense, though, bravo, ABC. I yeah. really do. I think that's brilliant because it's smart. Like, I don't know. It's like telling a musician, Jed, from right. the show, like, hey, you can come down and host but a you music have to stay. Yeah. But you, yeah, but you have to come talk to Hannah Brown in the corner first. Yeah. Like, you want to go on to further your career, and you mm-hmm. kind of take one for the team and have the uncomfortable conversation. So, totally. like, I don't do that often, but props That's to you, That's what I'm saying. ABC. A perfect episode. It really, it really was. So let's, let's go to the very beginning. Mm-hmm. It is a pretty good place to start, I think. Michael does, in fact, ask Olivia out on a date. Yeah. And, like, once again, I've never seen this man before in my life. It is no. getting a little crazy. Like, you've said this in the past episodes. It is an unbalanced group of yes. people versus, like, faces that I've seen before on the show and have, like, in-depth storylines and literally strangers. Right, literal strangers. And then, like, the handful of people who I think are just so beloved by production, like a Rachel Reckia or a Blake Moynes, that they they go on, I feel like, almost feeling safe. Like, production's not going to screw them over, even though, like, that's obviously not always the case. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, literal strangers. Even Olivia didn't know his name. When she was getting interviewed by a producer, she was like, wait, I'm going on a date with 
Who is it? Wait, who? Girl, if, if you are if you don't know who he is, how are we supposed to know? Right, and like, I so I did some research on Michael, because I'm mm-hmm. like, why don't we know him? Like, yeah. Who is he? Whatever. He was eliminated week four of charity season. Oh, no. That's halfway. <laughs> um, also, I found out Michael collects cologne. He can't date you if you like mushrooms on your pizza. And he loves his rainwater shower head. That was his, like, okay. three little fun facts about himself. No mushrooms, though? Deal breaker, honestly. Really? You yeah. like that? I love a mushroom. Gross. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Actually, know. when I read that fun fact, I was like, mushrooms on your pizza? Like, is that that popular that you need to say that? Really? I think so. I, I love a pizza with, like, yeah, pepperoni, mushroom, olive, green pepper. Okay. What do you get? Plain cheese? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. But I dip it in ranch, and I dip it in uh, marinara sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a psychopath. Sure. Did Olivia seem to like Michael a little too much? Like, literally in my notes, I'm like, okay, this seems excessive. Like, you low-key just met him. Like you just said, you yeah. didn't even know his name. But, like, every confessional about him, she's, like, obsessed. Like, in all in on this Michael character. Yeah, it's kind of giving, like... She just wants to be liked and she just wants to be in a couple with someone because she was seemingly head over heels and so into like every single person she's dated on the beach. And she's moved Mm -hmm. on very quickly, it seems, from John Henry. And I noticed that when John Henry was kind of saying to Kat at one point, he was like, oh, no, like that chapter's closed. I talked to Olivia now. I'm all in Mm -hmm. on you. And it's like literally the night before, John Henry, you were confused. And we didn't know who you were giving your rose to. So it's just... It seems like Olivia, I think, just wants to be wanted. Don't we all, though? Yeah, no, she's like a hopeless romantic. I I don't think, I can't knock her for, like, wanting to have a paradise romance because I feel like everyone that comes down on that beach Mm -hmm. wants to couple up with someone. Of course. And I think, like you said, that she moved on quickly from John Henry. I think reluctantly. Like, I don't think she wanted to move on, but I think she realizes that she kind of has to. But, yeah, yeah I, I don't know how I feel about this Olivia-Michael duo, but I don't we'll think see where last. that goes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, so then we move on and we see Kat and John Henry, like, basically mm-hmm. confirm that they're all in on each other. What I thought was interesting here, Kat's confessional. She says, I know I haven't navigated paradise in the best way. I know I hurt people's feelings. Why do I feel like this was recorded after the show? That I just gave it gave me those vibes. It gave me like a re-edit. Interesting. She was villainous this whole time, and now all of a sudden you're having a confessional saying you haven't navigated paradise in the best way. It makes me feel like her edit is changing because they want us to like start liking her now. Right. I think that you might be onto something, especially like who would say in the midst of paradise that they hadn't acted correctly within yeah, that's paradise. That's something that you say after. Right. That's something it's that you it's reflect very reflective. On. Yes, exactly. Right. So I think you're onto something, and I can't wait till one day we can have Kat on and get to the bottom of all of her crazy edits this season. Yeah. I also saw people saying, like, to say I haven't navigated paradise in the best way, like putting it that's mildly. Putting it lightly, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Aw. Then we see Rachel getting advice from Blake Mm -hmm. about Tanner. And when they're, like, laying next to each other on the beach, I'm like, why don't you two just get together? Like, Rachel and Blake? No, they're definitely really hot together. But I don't know. I kind of like their friendship. I guess they're just not into it. They're also saving, like, the oysters together and stuff, too. Like, she's on his Instagram. But he saves saves animals. I mean, not literally, just like any animal. Oysters are like barely an animal, honestly. (laughs) Um, Wait, why is Rachel also into that? I don't know. Is she? 
Or is she just like? Oh, I thought you were saying Blake. she was like on his Instagram. She is. Oh, like promoting his charity. I see what you're saying. No, like she. They're saving like frogs together. Oh, that's nice. Not like remember oysters. when he was like, not not oysters. Remember when he was like doing conservation stuff and Kendall was there. Yeah. Kendall would be on his Instagram, and I'm like, oh, first of all, Kendall oh, and Blake we, are people like, were we, shipping that for a while. Yeah. But like they make so much fucking sense. Like Blake and Rachel are good. Blake and Kendall should have been. I put up a, a poll over the weekend, and it was like, who do you see Rachel with? And it was like Jordan, Tanner, somebody else. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even remember who else. And then I got a lot of messages. People, I didn't list Blake, and then people were saying Blake. Mm. So, I mean, I am on board with that, but. Same. I feel like Rachel is really into, like, the friendship to lover pipeline. Yes. And so maybe Blake could be that down the line. Okay, so Jordan, long lost Jordan comes down to more or less take Rachel on a date. Obviously, that's not like the main purpose. He just is able to take anyone on a date, but shocker. No, that is that is he the picks main Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Um, I loved this, and this is when I started writing. This is such a good episode already. We're seeing a couple on a date that we are actually invested in because we saw them on Rachel's season together. A lot of people like Jordan. I think I had, when we um, had recapped it, was like, oh, Jordan's like going so far. Like I see the connection, blah, blah, blah. Oh, night one. I was like, that's him. It's him. Yeah. Um, so to see them get a second chance like that was just like really nice. And this was probably the first time this whole season that I've seen a couple that I'm like rooting for. Also, we don't get to see often, I don't think ever, but I don't, I don't know, mm-hmm. that a lead or that a couple that previously dated on the real yeah. show dates again in paradise like that's yeah. cool did you notice when he came down though she hugs him and says i've been asking when you would i asked them when mm-hmm. you were coming down yeah. i was like excuse me rachel can you say that again because in your confessional she said never in a million years would i think that i would ever be on the beach with jordan then why did you ask him it, okay if you told me Guess who's going to be on the beach before this season, before we knew anyone. Never in a million years would I say Jordan. Because one, I would have forgotten about him. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you asked about him implies that obviously you thought there was a possibility that he would be there. So who told you that? Or she asked about him and then they brought him down. Well, why would you ask about someone that you went on one date with? Because the I think she of your... kind of like had regrets. He's the one that got away. Yeah, I actually think so. I do too, which is what pissed me off that like, you get a second chance with the one that got away. You don't blow the second chance. I know. Like the fact that you're still like, then move back, we'll get to it. But like, you know. With Tanner. Yeah. You go back to Tanner. I know. Who then just roasts you. Right. Dude. Well then good. Then maybe this will solidify her position with Jordan V. Maybe. I do like that Jordan's um, little tagline was the guy Rachel dumped on the first date. I know. But he doesn't come. He doesn't come in alone. He comes in with da 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 another stranger. <laughs> this stranger's name is Taylor. Not only do we not know who he is, they don't even give him a date card, which makes me feel like he's like the son of like the director of lighting at ABC. You know, like it was yeah. a favor. Like why? Why is this guy? If he's literally not gonna get a date, no one knows him. Right. What is so he what there did for? He like a do? free margarita? He literally Nothing. showed up down with them and then was like, "Hey guys, I'm here too." 
Yeah, like way to make a guy feel less important. Aw. Later in my notes, I say, Ava and Peter get double date card. In parentheses, poor guy Taylor doesn't get shit. Like, why are you here? So I thought when Avon was getting the double date card, it was going to be Avon oh, and Taylor. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it, that didn't even end up happening. You're not even worthy of a double date. No. That's really sad. What season is he even from? No, uh, there's no way to know. <laughs> no, yes, of course there's a way to know. I just don't know off the top of my head. I there's no way to know. How am I ever going to find out who Taylor's season is? Side note, shows how much ABC cares about Avon and Kylie if they're being sent on a double date. I feel like double dates are reserved for couples that, like, you may not be as invested in. Because, like... They're killing two birds with one stone. But which, again, is weird because, like, Avon and Kylie have been such a successful couple since the beginning. It's like, get us invested in people. Why do they only do some things brilliantly and then everything else wrong? I don't know. And you can't use the excuse you don't have enough time. Right. We got nothing but time, guys. We got nothing. Truly nothing Also, wait. Did you see the... I don't know if it was an actual commercial on TV, but it was a promo on Instagram about... Uh, it was Blake and Jess, and it shows Katie walking down, and it's like, the strongest couple on the beach is about to be rocked. And I'm like, but wait, they barely like each other. They've literally said this. You asked Jess in one of the episodes, like, are you all in on Blake? And she was like, no. I feel like every episode is them kind of just being like, all right, well, you're good enough for now. And that's the strongest couple on the beach. Like, have you seen Avon and Kylie? They don't know what's going on. So then uh, Rachel goes on the date with Jordan V. They do tantric yoga. Mm-hmm. What I didn't love is that we don't get answers on why she sent him home. Oh, like, yeah. That like, would have been good not, to get. Why not have a conversation of like, because like in the moment she breaks up with him her season after mm-hmm. this like beautiful date. We think everything's going great. She doesn't feel it. But you care enough to go on another date with him now. So like right. explain to us like what was it? Like if she, maybe it's they had the conversation and it got cut. But like. But it's like then why cut that? That's like such crucial information to this couple's journey. Also and like the chemistry was really strong. So once again, strong. Confirming that like you probably shouldn't have broken up in the first place on Rachel's season. Yeah, I literally wrote so much chemistry. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. So I thought it was funny. Like, she's on the date. Tanner's back on the beach. And it's funny that he's the odd man out because when he came in, everyone wanted Tanner. Like, Jess wanted Tanner. Kat yeah. wanted Tanner. Like, he was just such a prize. And now he's, like, kind of scrambling. Like, who am I going right. to team up with? Why doesn't Jess date Tanner now? She doesn't like Blake. Because she's the strongest couple with Blake. <laughs> Jess's whole arc has been so muddled and weird because it's like we're never going to address the Tyler makeout. She, she, yeah, was kind of pining for Tanner with Kat in the beginning. Why is she dating Blake? I feel like they're almost like forcing her to so that Blake can like still be in a relationship when Katie comes down. It just makes the vibe a little bit different when he's with someone versus him just being oh, for single. Sure. So maybe that's why they've been pushing them together as the strongest couple on the beach. You've never seen one stronger before. <laughs> okay, Jesse, calm down. I did get a DM from someone who said that they think that Blake is being set up with a bachelor edit. Now, I will admit huh. I did not get those vibes at all, but I would be here for it if that's Same. what they're trying to do. Like, poor Blake can't find love. He's too busy saving sharks. We're going to make him the bachelor to finally get his girl. And then I will apply. Yeah, I would be curious from that person, what things do you think they're doing to, like, make Blake have a bachelor edit? I think just probably 
being a repetitive contestant on the show. That's it. <laughs> that's all it takes. Well, yeah. well, I, Nick, that's all it took for him. Like it just if you yeah. are have multiple failed attempts at finding love, mm. it sometimes would lead to True. being a lead. Yeah. But Rachel comes back from this like amazing fucking tantric yoga date that they mm-hmm. kiss, everything's great, and then somehow decides that she wants to be with Tanner. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If, did she decide, decide? Or did she just, like, no. talk to Tanner and was like, I'm still open and we're still, like, together, kind of. And Yeah. But, like, she didn't, like, end things with Jordan. So she's kind of, like, between in the both. middle again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really get that either. What is it about Tanner that everyone's, like, so obsessed? I mean, he is hot. I get it. But, like. Yeah. I, well, it's kind of hard to, to fully give your thoughts because it ends on a cliffhanger and I do think some other things are going to change. Like, I don't think Rachel's going to stay with Tanner after this, how this episode ended, which we'll get to the roast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can we talk about Kylie and Avon talking about their baby's names? Navy and Heaven. Navy and Heaven? I don't particularly like those names, but I mean, go off, sis. I don't oh, know. I kind of like Navy, but I'm like I'm kind of like such a sucker for like a foo foo weird celebrity name. Like name my kid Pumpkin for all I care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like AirPod. Wouldn't that be good? That's a good name for a AirPod, boy. AirPod. AP. <laughs> I like it for a boy. Obviously. Obviously, that's a, a boy's name. Duh. Pumpkin's <laughs> a girl's name. Duh. I like Navy way more than Heaven, though. And he said Heaven was a girl's name. I'm like, that's not a girl's name. It's not a boy's name. Heaven. No, no I know, but Navy obviously a boy's name is it okay you know I, I think both of them could be girls names Aaron B asks Eliza to be his girlfriend cool love that for them like this seems to be the episode that it's like guys you gotta like zero in like who's gonna be your person that you're staying with and so Aaron B and Eliza kind of solidify Cat yeah. and John Henry solidify Wait, can we circle back actually to Rachel and Tanner because I was remembering yeah. a note that I had had with them so when Rachel gets back from the date with Jordan and she goes to talk to Tanner, it kind of didn't it feel though a little bit like she was having like weird revisionist history where she was like, yeah, Tanner gave me like a friendship rose because he wanted me to stay here. And then so then she was like, oh, so now I need to figure out if Tanner really, you really think he wants to pursue something? Like, I don't know. But it's like, girl, didn't you make out with him? Like, I don't think that was a friendship rose. It wasn't. I feel like she's the only one that thinks it's a friendship rose. Right, but she was, like, running around saying it was. And to me, that just kind of felt like revisionist history for the sake of Jordan to be like, oh, now I'm open to take Jordan. But, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with her and Tanner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's her reason for not having to, like, ask Tanner or something. Yeah, I don't know. know? Well, wait, other people that are committing, solidifying their relationship, Peter and Sam. Okay. Right. (laughs) And Avon and Kylie. I thought they already did that. But apparently they did it this episode too. Interesting. Do you think like someone said to everyone, like, guys, you yes. need to solidify? Yeah, no, because I think they're probably like, dude, we have all these wishy-washy ass couples. Blake and Jess are considered the strongest on the beach and they barely like each other. So we're going to need you all to like really narrow down who you want. Yeah. Later that night, we see the truth box again. <laughs> and it, the thing they pull out is Kat and John Henry are going the distance. And again, I say her edit is turning. She was not a villainous person this episode. And no. you gotta think, why? But I will say, the edit is all done after the show is wrapped. So it's like, why make someone look bad and then make them look good? Why didn't they just, if they wanted to make her look good, why wouldn't they just always make her look good? For funsies? I don't know. Oh, they okay. had so much material of making her look bad that it was, 
I don't know. They made Courtney Robertson the villain of her season, and she wins. And the whole season, they had so much fucking content. Courtney was the show. Yeah. If Courtney left the show, there wouldn't that season would have gotten like three people watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's just like it's different from like remember when um, Ari's season and you know obviously like he picks Becca, but then while the season is still airing, then mm-hmm. obviously he switches to Lauren, and they had to then in the episodes to come like mm-hmm. shift the edit to make it then focus on Lauren and show more of what their relationship was because that obviously wasn't the initial edit. But like in this case, the whole show is like wrapped and done and edited before it comes out. You know what I well, mean? We don't know that. Like we don't know if maybe they are editing week to week. I don't know. That feels crazy though. But maybe they're like, oh, Kat's in a more serious relationship than we thought she was going to be. So now we got to start getting people behind mm. Kat and John Henry. Yeah, I don't know. Who who knows? This may not even have been like a strategic thing. It's just yeah. interesting to see that like every single episode, Kat has been this like villain character. And then this episode, it's, I have, you know, done wrong in the past. And Kat and John Henry are going the distance? Yeah. Says who? Like, where did this come from? They literally... They just He met. literally just... They just met. Yeah. What did you think of the other thing that was saying that Tyler wasn't that into Mercedes? To me, that also reeked of producer plan. Because, like, who's going to write that? Right, because it's mean to Mercedes. So it probably wasn't any of the girls. None of her friends, yeah. And it's shitty to Tyler if you're going to call out your bro. So it probably was a producer. I just think him doubling down in the roast, that was a really stupid move. Like... She already yeah. got a card pulled out about her that said that you don't really like her. And then on stage in front of everyone, you're going to say, Mercedes thinks she's a Mercedes, but really she's a... And they bleep it. Right. What do you think they said? Like a another type of car that's not as good as a Mercedes? <laughs> Why bleep it? They're going to bleep out minivan. Clearly was worthy of being bleeped. Yeah, so then let's get over to Katie Thurston walking in. Just as Blake and Jess are drawing hearts in the sand and frolicking <laughs> down the beach, the strongest couple ever, Katie Thurston comes down and everyone shook. To listen to the rest of this episode, you can head on over to patreon.com slash she's all batch. That's where we'll get into all the nitty gritty of like Katie coming down on the beach and talking to Blake. The roast? Are we kidding? Um, So go check it out over there, guys. We also have a lot of other bonus episodes there for you. We've been doing this for almost a year now. We've had our Patreon. So there is a plethora of bonus content if you are in need of some extra She's All Batch stuff while you are prepping your turkey for Thanksgiving. So head on over there, guys. It is patreon.com slash she's all batch. (laughs) 